In connection with communion, I'm going to answer a question that's commonly asked about heaven, and actually I've had it asked here. And the question uh, is, uh, can we sin in heaven? And with that comes several questions. Can we be then kicked out of heaven? And so it's really a question about our security in heaven. Uh, the fear is, what if I sin in heaven and then get kicked out because sin can't be in heaven? And uh, then there's other questions that go along with that is, will we be tempted to sin in heaven? And uh, another one is, if you can't sin in heaven, then doesn't that mean you've lost your free will? And the thinking that goes with that is that Adam and Eve were perfect, in a perfect place, and they had choice. Free will involves choice. And they chose to sin, and thus they were kicked out of the Garden of Eden. And in heaven we will be perfect, and if we have choice and we have free will in heaven, then why couldn't we choose to sin in heaven? And then, of course, you'd have to be kicked out of heaven. And so some believe that our free will, our freedom of choice will be taken away so that we cannot choose sin in heaven, that we become like a pre-programmed robot acting simply according to the programming that is within us. But that negates why we were given free will in the first place. Free will gives us the ability to choose to love God. And heaven's the place of choice, of loving God. And without free will, love becomes meaningless. Relationship becomes meaningless. And thus, heaven becomes meaningless. Well, here's what we know for sure. In Revelation 21, John writes, he said, I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Now the dwelling of God is with men, and he will live with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. So what we know is that God is going to be with us. We are going to be with God. There will be no tears, death, our mourning, our crying, our pain. And so what makes us cry? It's sin and all its effects that makes us cry. And it's promised us there will be none of that in heaven. God guarantees it. He says the old order of things will have passed away. So no, you will not be able to sin in heaven. God guarantees it. It won't happen. So you don't have to worry about being kicked out of heaven. God simply says it won't happen. So the struggle comes down to this. Does that mean that we lose our free will in heaven, no longer able to choose? And that's where it gets more difficult. And actually it doesn't mean that exactly. So how can we have choice, free will in heaven, and yet never sin? Well, people look at that in different ways. Uh, some will say, well, there will be no temptation in heaven. Because there will be no source of temptation in heaven. Revelation 21, 8 and verse 20 says that all sources of temptation, evil, is quarantined in the place of hell. 
So there'll never be temptation in heaven. No Satan to tempt you, no sinners to tempt you, no media to tempt you, no sin to tempt you. Heaven's going to be temptation free. You will have no test like Adam and Eve had. Never. Ever. And best of all, you will have no sin nature. So no temptation coming from within. James 1.14 says that when we're tempted, we're actually, it's coming from within us. That's where temptation comes from. And so our main source of temptation is our own evil desires within, and they'll be gone. And so we'll only have good desires. And within the context of good desires, we will have free will. We'll have choice. And so all of our choices will be in that context of what is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, that which we can admire, as Philippians 4.8 says. Others try to explain this as having experienced sin and all its devastation, we'll never want to go back to it. One pastor illustrated this way. His daughter, when she was three years old, they had just built a sandbox for her and they put her out in the sandbox to play and he was working in the yard and he turned around just in time to see her take a big handful of sand and stuff it into her mouth. And she was choking and gasping and uh, it was an awful experience. But he says, now that she's 30 years old, will she ever put a handful of sand into her mouth? She still has free will. She has choice. She could do it. But she'll never do it. She just doesn't want to do it because she's learned from bitter experience that putting a handful of sand in the mouth is not a good thing. And so she'll never do it. And so that's how he saw it as free will. In theory, we could choose to sin, but we never will because we've learned from bitter experience. Well, that's a possibility, but I don't think that is quite right. Because the Bible goes further than that. We won't sin, not just because we don't want to, because we learn from bitter experience. We'll never sin in heaven because we can't sin in heaven. 1 John 3, 2 says that when he appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Jesus cannot sin. And when he appears, we shall be like him. And part of being coming like him is that like him, we will not be able to sin. There's a change coming. And part of that change is that we'll be like him. You see, as a sinner, you have free will, but your free will is limited. You cannot choose to be sinless, be without sin. There's a limitation in your free will because your sinful nature limits you. As a saved person, we struggle because we still have this sinful nature that we're struggling with, but we also have a new nature and we have that battle going on. And so we have that struggle between choosing right and what is wrong. But in heaven... Free will is limited again. 
by the new nature that we've been given. The old nature is gone. So as it is with God, God is limited in his choice. He still has free will. He makes choices. But his nature limits his ability to choose to sin. He cannot do it. That's his nature. His nature is holiness. And God can only act according to his nature. And in heaven, our nature will be fixed as God's nature is fixed. Our nature will be holiness. We will have free will in heaven, but we can only act. We can only use our free will in the context of that nature of holiness. So this is something that God is going to do for us. He's going to fix our nature as holiness. In Hebrews, it, Paul talks there, he says, the day is coming when I will write my laws upon your hearts and I'll write them on your minds. What's he talking about? He's talking about giving you a new nature. Where holiness is what's written on your hearts and minds. And you can only act against that. The other thing we have to recognize, our sin is fully dealt with. Hebrews says that he will, Jesus will appear a second time not to bear sin. That's what we remember this morning. He appeared the first time to bear sin. But the second time he comes is to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. Thought I was already saved. Yes, you are. If you trusted in Jesus. But you haven't experienced the full extent of what that salvation means. He's coming to bring salvation to those who are waiting. What is that salvation? Your nature is going to be fixed. It's going to be holy. That's the completion of your salvation. Hebrews 10.10 We've been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And you're going to experience that in this fullness. It's a done deal. So here's the answer. Can you sin in heaven? How can you have free will and not possibly sin? Your choice is fixed in heaven. Like God, you're only going to have that perfect sinless nature just as God cannot choose to sin. In heaven, not only do we not have the desire to, not, that desire to sin will be gone, but we'll not be able to choose to sin because your nature will be fixed just as God's is. Actually, what you're doing is you're experiencing the result of your choice now, the fruition of it. You chose to believe in Jesus Christ and have your sins forgiven. And so it's not a limitation of your free will, but it's actually the full expression of your free will. It's the result of your free will. In choosing Jesus as your Savior, you're actually choosing that my nature would be fixed in holiness. So one day to accept that limitation that you can no longer sin is actually the full experience of the expression of your free will, free will when you chose Jesus. So as we go into communion, this I want you to remember. This is the covenant God is saying this to you. This is the covenant that I make with you. 
I will put my laws in your mind. I will write them on your hearts. That's God's promise to you. So no, you'll never be kicked out of heaven. So as we partake of communion, we don't just look backward to the death and resurrection of Jesus. In communion, we also look forward. As we look backwards, we look at the fact that he made us holy. As we look forward, we look forward to the fact that we will experience holiness in all its fullness. We've been made holy through the death and resurrection of Jesus. And when he comes, we'll be more than forgiven. We'll be more than just holy in God's sight, in the sight of the law. But you'll actually be holy in your nature. And there's the difference.